Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you. Well, hello, we're back again, the boys in the booth of the podcast. It's me, Dylan. See you, Lonnie. Lonnie, how the bloody hell are you going today, my friend? I'm doing pretty well, mate. How are you? Oh, doing great, mate. Had to bloody peel myself away from Mortal Kombat 1 to come do a podcast with you. Didn't, didn't want to, but here I am. Look, on behalf of listeners and myself, I thank you for making that sacrifice. You're welcome. I'm, I'm a hero in many ways. <laughs> Much like our topic on this podcast today. Mm. But before we delve into that, why don't you tell me what the podcast is usually about? Mate, it's about you and me taking each other on a journey through life, pop culture, and everything that is in between those two things. Generally falling on the pop culture side, but you know, life gets a good run every now and then. No, we talked about bloody duels of the same colours the other week. Mm-hmm. Pretty bloody life if I've ever known it. So <laughs> I think it's time. I'm going back into the safety part of the pool. Okay. Where my feet can touch, all right? Because here today, we're talking about our boy, the world's boy, the world's man, some would say. The Superman himself. Superman. The man of tomorrow. It's actually a bit of a throwback or a, a sister episode to one of our fairly early ones where we uh, looked into Batman. What in particular, Dylan? What was my homework this week? Well, Lonnie, previous episode we did, we looked at some hot takes, some spicy hot takes about Batman. And that's what we're going to do today for the Man of Steel. We're going to look at some hot, 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 hot Superman takes. I ask you to come up with a few of your own. We're going to browse some bloody subreddits like the bloody internet gremlins we are, <laughs> trolling the caves, some of these super now, hot takes. What I recommend there, Dylan, is if you're on Reddit, sort by controversial. You get the ones that have got the down votes and people have been arguing about. That's where the good stuff is, okay? That's the that's the good shit. That's, that's the gems right there. Um, oh, I agree. I yeah, agree with absolutely. You. And we, we come at this from a place of love. We love Superman. He's he's in our top three of superheroes. We're pretty like everyone should be, right? He's up there. He's got to be up there. The first, the best. Um, but some of these hot takes that I had a look at, and the ones that you'll probably take us through, some of them are pretty hot. Some of them can be quite uh, scolding. Some of them are pretty hot, but I would say. Especially on the subthread I was looking at. Hmm. That whereas the Batman one, the hot takes were kind of taking Batman down a notch. Hmm. These hot takes on Superman, they're kind of kind of in his defense. They're on his side. 
they skew more towards? Would you say that? The ones I looked at uh, were a bit like that, actually. They, they kind of feel like he's been hard done by, and now we've got to get him back on, on top. But some were also quite mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see how we go. Yeah. I'll, I'll preface this. I don't have any mean ones about him, because oh, we love him. One yeah. of our faves. Do you have any mean ones, you mean boy? I've got a slightly critical uh, take about his his storylines, his characters. Not him himself, but should I just say it? I'm just going to say it, Dylan. I'm going to kind of start it, okay? Okay, let's start off. Let's do it. I don't think that Superman has the strongest Rose Gallery. I mean, he's got Lex Luthor. He's one of the greatest villains of all time. He's up there. Sod's a pretty good guy. A good good villain. The rest, mm. I don't think I've left much of an impression. And the rest. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, Doomsday is pretty big, but Doomsday is kind of like Bane for Batman, mm. where he's only famous for his debut, and that's all he's really done, to yeah. be honest, which was kill Superman. Yeah, these are heavy. quotation marks yeah, yeah. there. Exactly, exactly. He took the hero down a notch. For the mm. first time and probably ever, to be honest. Mm. But yeah, apart from that, we don't really have any good ones. Like, I mean, I like Metallo. Metallo's alright. But he's just kind of like... Dylan, where are you? Lost ya. Oh, hello. Okay, we're recording again. We had a slight malfunction, but Dylan's back. These hot takes are getting too hot. DC were trying to take Pretty him hot. down. Burn my computer. <laughs> they weren't having it. They weren't having a bar of it. Look, as I was saying, I like Metallo. Metallo's yeah. cool. He's, not, he's just a robot, though, with a kryptonite heart, which is a bit lame. I mean, I... Brainiac's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. I'm on Brainiac. It's pretty cool. Like, the smartest being in the universe and... He's on a high power level, which Superman needs. I don't know if I'd put Darkseid in Superman's Rogues Gallery. He's kind of like the villain of DC, not just Superman. <laughs> I know what you mean. I, I think maybe delving in the comics, you find some other ones, but on the, the biggest stage, as in the big budget movies, it seems like they've gone back to the Lex well a few too many times and the Zod well. A couple mm. times now, so we've got hope for the future that maybe we'll be redefined about what's happening in the Rose Gallery. But, you know, compared to a Spider-Man or a Batman. Definitely a mainstream, for sure. Mm. A bit lacking. But yeah, James Gunn will change that. He'll pull out some freaks. Yes. We might get a parasite, I reckon. If anyone can, it's going to be James Gunn. Parasite's a bit of a tragic figure, so mm-hmm. I, th- I think James will... Well, I think he'll go there. Yeah. He likes the freaks, doesn't he? Sure does. My my other um, hot take, which I think is being addressed, so it's all good, is that I think they need to go back to the, the roots of him being a journalist and the whole uh, Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen side of things, the Perry White side of things. So that seems like it's happening in the next movie, so that's, that's good, I guess. Um. Sure does. Not much to say else about that. It's just something that I've noticed over the years. Um, also, my last one, Dylan, I don't know how hot this is really. It's probably a very acceptable take <laughs> these days, but they nailed it 
so well with Christopher Reeve casting wise on the big stage of the movies. Maybe they nailed a bit, a bit too well because no one's been able to match him. Okay. Okay. Look, there's a lot of Cavill fans out there, mate. A lot You're of Cavill right. fans. Yeah. Well, but I think I think they're fans because they see the missed potential rather than how it was actually portrayed. Because hmm. he definitely yeah. has the potential to be a good Superman, but with what he was given, he hasn't really been one. That's it, and never will now. <laughs> no, they'll, they'll bring it back in some capacity Apparently. at some point. We, we we know that happens these days with superheroes, but it, it does feel like there's a lost opportunity there. And, that's, and that dovetails into the whole um, Snyderverse, wherever you stand on that that sort of debate. And there, there's some hot takes to do with that, I, I imagine. What about you? Where are you sitting on? on what's your hot takes? What, what's, what's, what do you got? You want some of my hot takes, mate? Yep. Are you sure Spil- you're ready? Spill them up. I don't know if this is that hot, but it's just a simple fact. The evil Superman is a less interesting character at a base than good Superman. I, I, I agree. I, that, I, think, I think in some circles that could be hot, Dylan. <laughs> in... in... <laughs> In the sophisticated circles that you and I live in, I think that's that's pretty pretty um, accepted. But I think to the masses, to the unwashed masses, they think Superman's boring, so they, they want him to be evil, you know? And that, that's what's fun. And you see that played out in so many other uh, Superman-like characters that we see these days, like Omni-Man and Old Mate from the Boys, Homelander. Homelander, yeah, yeah. There, there are so many evil-like Superman-like characters out there that it's been a bit done to death now. But I, I can see, I can see the appeal. If you think he's boring, he's overpowered, or whatever. Yeah, let's make him evil and let's deal with that. That I can see why that happens, right? That that storyline. But I'm with you. I think it's a bit of a lazy storyline at this point, isn't it? We've done it. Absolutely. I, I think normal Superman is far more interesting. Like, it's far more interesting to have this man who has all these godlike powers but chooses to live as a human and not reign over us all as a despot god. I think that's far more interesting. You know what? I think I, I think it was Kevin Smith himself who said that you know, people compare Superman and Batman. Like, one guy, he's born all these powers, he's just a god or whatever. The other guy... He is a regular human, but he can fight gods. He can. He's t- taking on crime by himself with all these, you know, he trained his body and whatever to be perfect crime-fighting machine. But he looked a bit deeper and he said, what's the real fantasy here? Is it to be born a billionaire and to have all the gadgets in the world and and have unlimited resources or to be the guy who works a job, he likes the, the his co-worker, he's got a crush on her, but he can't ever reveal himself he grew up on a farm with you know salt of the earth parents and you know maybe the that part of the part about being a god is you know obviously a bit of a fantasy but the other side of his character the clark kent character he's the 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 regular human being isn't he he's he's not the fantasy he's he's what we can relate to yeah he's arguably the most human of all of us yeah compared to what we aspire to playboy whatever yeah yeah, the fucking angsty dickhead can't get over his parents' deaths. Jesus. Thought that one is inherently no, better than right. the other, but yeah. 
No, we love them both. Come on. Yeah. Come on. But yeah, I'm, I'm just a bit, a bit over Evil Superman, you know? I thought it was cool in Injustice how they did that. Mm, that's a big but one. That's the biggest one, I think. Because those comics are, mm, they're mint, those ones. You like them, eh? Well, they show good Superman and how he falls into bad Superman. It's just not bad mm. Superman off the bat. Yeah. So there's true. a bit of complicated character to that one. Sure. But this fucking Homelander from the boys, he's just an evil asshole. From what I've seen. Like, there's not really much depth to him. Yeah, and I, I think... Again, I may not have watched far enough into it to see maybe. that, but... Yeah, from I what watched I've the seen. first season. But I think, um, from a writing perspective, the challenge in, in making a, him compelling is, is there, I think, with having him being a good guy, dealing with all those, those responsibilities. I think Zack Snyder tried to do that, but I don't think it quite worked. I think he likes Superman that much, to mm. be honest. Well, he was he was trying to do a hot take Superman movie, wasn't he? Basically, <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in a way. Well, and now the hot take is to make him like this. back to his roots. I think because that's how the cycle's gone. Yeah, that's the hot take. Yeah, mm. giving us a normal Superman. Mm. Like, when's the last time we just had a pure good Superman on screen? Christopher fucking Reeve. Well, Brandon Routh, I guess. Superman Returns. Oh, he's a bit of creeping out there, isn't he? He's got his... He's <laughs> ran away when his son was born. Spies on him. It meant to be the same character, though, wasn't it? I guess so. Which is weird. It's an odd choice. Mm. Yeah, I don't like these movies no, where this, they pick and choose the, the <laughs> ones they think is real in continuity, which we might get into in a future podcast. Oh, hello. Hello. I like that. <laughs> How about this though? This is a bit hot. This is a bit mm-hmm. spicy. The Superman theme, Lonnie. Mm-hmm. Out of all, all other superhero themes, including the Avengers theme, including the Batman theme, it is the best superhero theme of all time. I agree. I think that you you can't go back to it all the time because it'll be diminishing returns. Well, I think there is potential no, for... No, disagree. For... Play it every minute <laughs> every of every day in every bit of Superman media. Put in the comics. We buy them physically. And they like those fucking page. gift cards that play jingles yeah. when you open them. Absolutely. Okay. You open up that first page, you get the Superman theme. It's... It is perfect. It's perfect for me. Have you listened to the extended cut? Of it. I mean, it's the credits... Of the first movie, isn't it? I think Fine. there's the longer version. There's a longer version I used to listen to all the time. It's like, like seven or eight minutes. Maybe it's different to the one. Maybe did the credits one. It's very good. I think, that, I'm just saying, that there's time okay. in the next movie, I think, for there to be, maybe at the climax, to really bring that home. I think that would be wonderful. Yeah, fair enough. I just think, it just so perfectly encapsulates the character. Mm. It's epic, powerful, upbeat. Gets gentle when necessary and forceful when it has to be. And of course, being composed by John Williams just mm. adds to its greatness, its legacy. Well, look, I think you're right in all those things. I don't think that's particularly hot, but to say it's the best ever, that's the hot part. That's the spicy bit. Oh, yeah. People like that Batman theme. They love the Batman march. Mm. I like it too. I just don't think it perfectly encapsulates Batman as much as this does. Would you say it's the best uh, character 
theme song. Like take away like your Star Wars themes and take away your Indiana Jones themes. I was I was gonna say in the Indiana Jones could probably give it a run for its money character wise. Mm. But no, I'd, I'd I'd still say it's better. Up there. I still think it's better. Alright, I'm just making you yeah. hotter every second here. <laughs> You're radioactive, Jim. I can feel you through the oh, through mate, the internet here. Call me bloody nuclear man from <laughs> Superman four, the quest for peace. <laughs> Right, okay. Yeah. That's a good one. That kind of leads into one of my other hot takes, Lonnie. Sure. I think goofy, golden age, and silver age stuff should be kept around if it doesn't affect character power levels. Okay. Like, obviously, Superman in the Silver Age. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, Superman in the Silver Age was way too strong. Like, he can destroy galaxies by sneezing and survive the Big Bang. So, none of that, obviously. <laughs> Don't need any of that. But cute, goofy stuff. Like, for example, the giant key he has to get yes. into the Fortress of Solitude. Yes. That only he can live. See, that's fun. That's fun. And just just have Crypto around. Just have Crypto around all the time. <laughs> Every time there's a Superman movie, I want Crypto the dog there. Yeah. I want live-action Superman taking Crypto for walks. Or flies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> flies. Not walkies, flies. I think that'd be good, and I think that would be a way to to bring some light and shade to his characters, to have that lightness there, and that would earn the darkness in the storylines if that the way you have to go. I can see that being a gun sort of thing. Yeah. He'd love those sort of oh, affectations, gonna... wouldn't he? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm I'm keen. I think he's going to do some great stuff with Superman. Mm-hmm. I've got, I've got a question for you. Not really a hot take, just a question about Superman. Sure. So, around Superman and his dad, do you prefer a dead Jonathan Kent or an alive one? I don't know. That's a good question. I think my my exposure to an alive uh, Kent is generally the, comp, the um, cartoons, where he's got both his parents around. And that works. It works really well. Um, and I think it's interesting to see a superhero with parents, because often they're orphans, right? Often we, with they... both of them, with both parents. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, often they're dealing with some sort of trauma related to their to their parents, like Spider Man's got his you know, his parents are dead, also his uncle's passed away, and that drives him. Um, so I think it's good to have him to have that father figure around to to um to have as he goes through his journey. That said, I, I do like the way it works in Superman the movie, where he has got, you know, he's got perfect. He can do anything. He's got all the skills, or he's got all the talent, but he can't prevent a heart attack like that. That makes him realize there are some things an, that he, he can't do. It's an important lesson for him to learn that he can't save everyone, and it makes him I agree human to an extent because he he feels the death of someone close to him, which. As a god, he probably wouldn't didn't wouldn't have to if he wasn't in those circumstances. That's a fair point. Yeah, I'm. I think it depends on the situation for me. Like yeah. the cartoons, I love that. As we saw in our Christmas special, he can just go home for Christmas. Both yeah. his parents are there. Bring Martian Manhunter along. <laughs> just have a chill Christmas at home. I love that slice of life stuff, and that he can do that. Yeah, I think that's fun. But yeah, I think it depends really. 
Yeah, there, so there's probably we're gonna have it both ways. We're gonna have our cake and eat it too. <laughs> there is not much that his dad does that Mark Kent probably can't fulfill characterize or story wise. So yeah. I, I I think the way his dad dies in Man of Steel, I tried to defend it back in the day, but looking back now I probably can't, you know. I think I did too. <laughs> no, that was so stupid, wasn't it? <laughs> Fuck yeah. No. No, let me get taken away by this twister. You, you need to no learn this lesson. Okay. <laughs> learn this lesson that I'm dying. <laughs> That's the lesson. There's no other lesson because this is stupid. It's silly. I like the idea of that still, but I think okay. it could have done, been done better. I think I think it would have worked better if he'd stayed alive. I really do because hmm. he was he was a bit of a negative Nancy in that hmm. film. Oh, John Kent. He's got weird views about the world. He sure does. He sure Mm. does. But I think it would have worked if he stayed alive because he's got bloody Jor-El, AI Jor-El in that movie. He was like pushing him forward to be Superman and inspire the world. Mm. And I think he should have done that with John Kent being alive and saying, oh, this is what he was meant for. Mm. This is what my son should be doing. I think that would have been more powerful. And. Up to the point they have him come back in a dream sequence in the second one, but he could have been doing that sort of stuff the whole time without having the need of a... He sure could have. Yeah. Sure could have. I mean, probably wouldn't have been on Everest, but you don't need to put it on Everest. Just be on the farm. That's fine. Yeah. That, that's a hot Imagine take. Imagine John that's Ken's seen I... enough to bloody yeah. Zod when he comes to his house. Uh-huh. He'd have thrown a punch. Absolutely. And he would have... Yeah, man, you, you've... that's a hot take I haven't heard before. They should you. stay alive in Man of Steel. It's warming me up. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Well, that pretty much does it for all my hot takes. Is that all your hot takes, Orny? Yeah, personally, that's all I've got. All right. Well, let's go to, as you call them, the unwashed mathers, the filth of the world. Let's see what they have Letterboxed? Oh, wait, no. <laughs> no, nah, Reddit. Just as bad. Reddit's worse, come on. Filthy sibling of Letterbox. Absolutely. Um, Now this, here we go. Here's a good one. All right, here you go. And I I think I agree with it. Lois Lane is actually a much harder character to get right than Superman, and only few media ever has. Thoughts? Yeah, I think that's onto something. Um, Because very easily you could turn her into a, a sort of shrill, naggy, um, sort of woman who, who Superman, who, you would never see why Clark Kent is in love with her. I think that can happen by, by making her, by writing her badly, which, let's face it, a lot of people have over the years, a lot of, a lot of male writers probably do. Um, yet she's so key. She is the, in, in so many stories, she is the one who is the, is the key to his humanity. And, you know, Maybe that's a bit controversial too, having the the woman be the romantic woman be the the one holding the guy back. But I, I think it, I think in it, in its purest sense, it is like he came to Earth, he was raised by real parents, and he fell in love with a girl, and that's why he loves humanity. Like I think that's really good. I think that's a really nice message. And so getting her right is is essential to that. I agree. Also, as a character herself, it is hard to ride that line of like upper self, but also charming and not have it be annoying. 
and two over the top. Yeah. So in this thread, I've seen some people um, talking down Margot Kidder, but I think she's pretty good in the Christopher Reeve ones. And they've got good chemistry. Yeah, I thought she was pretty spot on. Yeah. Man, oh, mate, they got fantastic chemistry. I'm not so sure about the other um, big screen adaptations, but I, I, I like Itzy on um, Superman and Lois TV show. You sure do. You sure do. That's, what about Amy Adams? What do you think of Amy Adams? Look, I love Amy Adams as an actor. I, I don't know if she's Lois Lane, though, still, having seen her a few times. What do you reckon? She's not even brunette. <laughs> I don't know if she's got that spunk that I normally would associate with no. Lois Lane. Not enough spunk. Not enough spunk. She comes across as upper self, but she's not feisty enough. She's not yeah. charming. Yeah, that's know. the thing. you got to work out why they would fall in love. Also, that was a bit quick, and we kind of told they're in love more than going along their journey. I find. Yeah. I also like the character trait. I love little small character traits that don't really add to anything, mm. but just add to that they feel like a real person lived in. Like, she can't spell. She's bad at spelling. Even though she's a great writer, <laughs> she can't spell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really, I really like that. Yeah. I wish they kept that in, like, the Snyderverse. It's just little things like that. I that mean, really make that's 100% going to be a gun thing. Just, I know it's going to happen with him. Right? That she can't spell. Yeah, definitely he'll do that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's a good bit. I don't, don't know how much you watched of Superman Lois. I've dropped off after season two, to be honest. But. Ooh. Um, oh, no. There's a nice. I've heard season two got real bad, though. Yeah, I struggled through it. But I think I, I like their core relationship. It's the other stuff. The other characters, you get all this airtime is weird to me. Anyway, there's a nice flashback episode um, of that, of in season one, I believe where it flashes back to when they first fell in love back in their Metropolis days. That whole show was about them back at mm. back on the farm, but actually flashback to Metropolis. It's a really sweet moment because um, she's interviewing Superman on TV and she's talking to someone else after the interview and they're like, like obviously there's a connection between her and Superman because he gets interviews her, she interviews him all the time and they sort of known to each other. And she's like, well, you're Superman. What are you guys going to date? And she's like, no, I fell in love with someone else. She's like, who else? She's like, Clark. So she fell in love with Clark before she fell in love with Superman. And that's so sweet. That's that's so good. You know, I love that. I think you sent me that scene, maybe. That sounds familiar. I might I think have. I have watched that. It's a really good scene. And it, it shows so much the character interplay of that of that series. The shame that that episode is that it just shows you how good a Metropolis-based Superman show would have been. And that <laughs> show is a different thing. I get it, but, you know. Yeah. Did you did you ever watch Lois and Clark at all? A little bit. It's a bit before our time, but I have watched it. I think my sister had the DVDs at one point, and I watched a bit of it. Um, I, I want to watch it at some point, definitely. Me too. I think it'd be interesting to watch. Yeah, and that's why this. That's why the new one is not that because it's already happened. But you know. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm sad. I'm sad. No, I think that's good stuff. Anyway, get level slain right, James Gunn. You have to. Can I throw one at you here, Dylan? Go on. Hot take. Superman's vision-based powers don't make sense beyond good eyesight. He's got heat, x-ray, micro-zoom vision. Just what? (laughs) What is that a hot take? Well, that makes sense, Dylan. A hot take, I guess, is that he shouldn't have those powers. I mean... That's bad. That's a bad take. It's <laughs> just think it's a fictional bad. character. What do you mean? He sh- what do you mean he shouldn't have those powers? He does. Well, I think there's not. What's the consistency there? How can he have all those powers in his eyes? How can he fly? <laughs> How does he have freeze breath? What are you talking about, bro? That yeah. don't make sense. Wow. Who's that Reddit user? We're getting them banned. I'm sick of them. Was it you? Insane brain two four seven. Maybe it's Brainiac. Maybe he's well, just mad about it. <laughs> maybe <laughs> he just got beaten by Superman because of x-ray vision heat vision mm-hmm. micro zoom and he's just like it's fucking bullshit you shouldn't have all this it's unfair what about no, the on, um, underpants that's that's a bit of a regular thing I'm seeing as I scroll through here what are your thoughts on that ironically enough he looks naked without them like that man, that man is still costume. It just don't seem right, does it? <laughs> I think it's all right. Oh, it just looks weird without the undies. Though. You want some pants on him? I do, I do. I mean, you can make him like mini shorts, I guess. I don't know how good that'll look. Yeah, Not a designer. You could um, it's a throwback to like. Just don't draw attention to it. Like the bloody Arkham games, they're like the peak of Batman mm. design. Of cool, edgy Batman. Still got the undies on the mm. outside. Just don't draw attention to it. Just have it there. Yeah, right. Don't make any sly comments, James Gunn. Don't you do it. I know you want to. You <laughs> like running jokes in the ground. Just have them there. Don't mention them at all. Please. That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. I think if you make them... No, nah, they're iconic. Make them look like trunks, not underwear as well. And I think that would be fine. Um, I'm with you. Just do it. But it's gonna be a thing, Still, though, because don't be a coward. 
Make, make it a thing in maybe in the promo or something, but not an actual movie. No. Don't ever mention it. Not in interviews. If someone no, brings it up to say, I'm not answering that question, next question. Don't ever mention it. I don't want to hear about it. Just have them there. The one you got me you mad, Lonnie. That was too spicy you... okay, for me. Sorry. What what do you else see? Too much too high of a Scoville level for your boy. <laughs> I I I don't agree with this one, but I respect it. Okay. Superman the animated series is better than Batman the animated series. Well. It's a bit tough because you wouldn't have Superman without Batman in that in that context. I feel like true. the Batman series probably had more episodes and probably had more of a case for quality, maybe quantity over quality, but I've watched the Superman show Here's... and it's, it's, it's pretty good. They're both pretty good, right? Like, I don't know how I'd rate them. Here, here's what I'd say. Yeah. I would say Superman the Animated Series is a solid B across the board. Hmm. Batman the Animated Series has some episodes that are A pluses. It has some episodes that are Bs. And then in the later season, mainly season four, it has some C minuses as episodes. So I think they kind of equal out. Mm-hmm. But I think Batman just has a few more A plus episodes to his name. Like there's some just absolutely classic Batman tales that are in that mm-hmm. show. And plus it gave us Harley Quinn. Well, that's what I was going to say. It, it brought us in so much other stuff into the, the Batman mythos. Harley, great example. The new origin for Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze, obviously. Um, some iconic Joker stuff, just like, because there's so many stories to tell. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. You said it right there. Or Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Absolutely. We we wouldn't have the Arkham games without that, for example. So yeah, no, it's true. And plus, what what did what did Superman the animated series really bring to the table originally? Like Livewire. Oh, I like Livewire as a villain. I like don't. Shock Jockey with electric powers. Oh, okay, no, all right. Two me. on the nose for you. Shock Jockey with electric powers. Not for mine. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you like it? Annoying. That's the point. That's the point of the character. The shock he should have killed her. Should have killed her. Supposed to be annoyed. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, that other dickhead that just had like light powers. He was lame. Yeah, and Metallo like came back light, like five times doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. But mate, the Mister Mixier Spitlick episode, and also casting Gilbert Gottfried as Mister Mixier Spitlick. Yeah, it's pretty. That's a pretty classic casting. That's pretty iconic. I actually saw the episode going around recently, which I think is probably the best episode of that whole series. The one that's a bit different, where it's about Clark Kent and the guy on death row. And he's trying to do the sort of journalist. He wants to do wants to finalize that storyline as a journalist, as Clark Kent getting a win rather than just using his powers. And how the episode ends with the guy just getting electrocuted. And I was like, yeah, that's that's how the world is sometimes. Very dark. Absolutely. But it can be. It can yeah, be. That's right. But no, good show. Good show overall, I reckon. You got any other ones jumping out at you? Well, here's one. Okay, here you go. 
I've always preferred versions where Clark is the real personality and Superman is the act. It's why I vibe so much with Lois and Clark as opposed mm. to other Superman media. I agree. That's one thing I don't like about Christopher Reeve's Superman is that he's acting like a dork. Too, too bumbling like for you at times? Like a real wimpy dork. Yeah. Yet too mild-mannered. Ill-mannered. Mm. Oh, I feel that. He, yeah, that was his... That was the direction at that time he was putting on a show. He was sort of lay, layering his performance. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. And they'd been doing that since, um, I think, the original radio show mm. did that. That's... Oh, wait, I watched a doco the other day about mm. Superman. Sure. Kind of sparked this whole episode. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, in the doco, was like, they laid out all this shit that, like, the radio show, like, added to the Superman mythos. Mm. Like, Perry White mm. came from the radio show. Kryptonite came from the radio show. Really? The fact that Clark Kent and Superman, two distinct personalities, yeah. radio show. I've heard that as well. They had to add the, the storylines with the Daily Planet because like, there's only so much you could narrate him doing stuff, like in fighting and punching and, and flying and whatever around. That's They had to give him other stuff to do, and that was the, the secret identity and the office job. Yeah, that's cool. It's interesting. Daily Planet came from that mm. too. It was called something else before that. Mm. Amazing. How influential just a bloody radio show was in Superman Mythos. Well, what are your thoughts oh. about, we sort of touched upon it, power levels. Someone's saying here that he should only be as powerful as a locomotive. What do you reckon? <laughs> it's really hard. He kind of needs to be as strong as you need him to be. Yeah. Really? He, that's, that's how strong he is. However... Strong is enough to make it interesting in the in the show. Basically, just scale that to what the writer needs. To be honest, I'm fine with fluctuating powers, um, because I like when he verses just like normal dudes in mech suits, hmm. and I like it when he's fighting Darkseid, the most powerful being in the universe. He's going toe to toe with each. Just makes it more interesting. I don't mind when just he fluctuate has. As need be. Yeah, that's fine. I don't mind if he has um, larger powers at times, but I like to see the struggle. I like him to, if he has to stop a building from crashing, it actually takes a lot of effort for him to do it. So he can do it, it's just it's really got to focus. Absolutely. How about this? Hmm. Before he goes to find like universe-level threats, he's like, hold on, everyone. Flash, wait a minute. Diana, hold up. Got to dip into the sun for a neck minute. <laughs> Got to get powered up for this bad boy. Yeah. We're about to fight. I like that. Just goes to the beach for a bit. For getting so strong so suddenly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Gets a tan. <laughs> <laughs> Gets another 50 tons added to his strength level. You're yeah. good. That's all good. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do something, I wouldn't mind giving it a bit of reason like that mm. to why he powers mm. up so suddenly. Mm. But overall, I'm like relatively strong Superman, I guess. Well, it's like like Batman. If we're going to compare him directly to, to Batman, like we did last with our previous episodes, like yeah, at times I want Batman just to be doing crime in Gotham. Other times I want him be in Justice League and doing stuff up in the up in space. Like it's not all or nothing. It just depends. So the same as Superman. There are times where it's fun where he's like foiling a bank robbery. 
know, he's fighting some guys who've got big guns that they've stolen from aliens or whatever. Other times it's good to see him defending the Earth and get the galaxy against you know, people from the future or Dark Side or whatever. I think it's just, it'll, it all can work. Just depends. What else you got? You got anything else that you want to talk about? Or have we done it all? Talked about it all. Well, what about Kryptonite, Dylan? Someone says here, Kryptonite is a stupid weakness. Superman is cool when his weakness is instead his morals and desire to help people. I agree to a certain degree. However, I I see the need for Kryptonite as well, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I hate when it's overdone, like fucking Smallville. I stopped watching that just because every episode was like a fucking chunk of Kryptonite was thrown at him and it was just him like fucking writhing on the ground for like 10 minutes. Really? I was getting over that pretty quick. <laughs> but when it's used sparingly and in the right ways, I think it's good. Like Lex, Lex needs kryptonite weapons. There's no way around it. If he's going to go toe-to-toe with Superman, that's his only way. He's not a magic user, which is his only other weakness. Hmm. I think magic's a good one. There's a lot of different foes that use magic. I think that's a solid weakness. I think that is fun. I mean, that that makes sense. That's it's a kind of cool weakness in some ways because then he's got to think outside. Absolutely, the Kryptonians and... wouldn't have been. They're very science based people. Yeah. They wouldn't have been exposed to magic and shit like that. Exactly. So, right. Yeah. I think that makes sense. And I, I agree with you. Lex scouring the earth to find the little remnants of kryptonite and building that and extrapolating it, whatever that makes. That's good. That's that Tracy's character. Every second person who's got a little bit of kryptonite somehow and being able to overpower Superman with it. That that's. Get out, get out of here, you know? Absolutely. Agreed, agreed. Just having a look. I think we've uh, tackled all the big ones. Yeah. I think so too. Can I just give you this one? Yeah, go on. It's from someone who deleted their account, so take from that what you will. Ooh. The fortress... shame after this? You be the judge, Dylan. The Fortress of Solitude's extravagance compromises his working class image. <laughs> you can't be a man of the people if you got a big palace made of ice. Um I guess and he did kind of inherit it, to be honest. <laughs> kind of a little wealthy rich kid, isn't he? Yeah. Got a free house for no no work put in. Not like us. Nah, he doesn't. I think in most super, most media, Superman media, he doesn't even live there mainly. No, nah, it's like a lab. He lives for him, in Metropolis. Hmm. Yeah, it's like just a secret base. It's like his Batcave. Hmm. Although Batman kind of does live in the Batcave, but that's because he's obsessive <laughs> to character like that. But Superman, he he only goes there when he has to. Yeah, yeah, they they have a bit of fun. Do you think that in the future, as I mentioned before? Henry Cavill might come back as an Injustice evil Superman up against the new guy being the good Superman. You know what I'm talking about? team up. I okay. want him to be the Superman. Super Bros. Yeah, the Super Bros. Yeah. That'd be fun. Mm. Although Cavill really hasn't earned that. The character didn't really earn that. And they did no. tease. Evil Superman. I, I so think cinematically it would work. But, yeah. To be honest, I think if the new Superman is working well, then they'll just run with that. If it doesn't work so well, 
they might be tempted to go back to the Snyderverse to make some money. So I guess it depends. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You, you done? You, you're, you're too hot now? I think, I think I'm boiled. I'm steamed in. Put a fork in you, you're done? Put a fork in me, mate. The juices are flowing. <laughs> the steak's ready to eat, baby. Hello. Well, thank you for bringing some Superman back to the, the podcast. That's very good. Thank you so much. Hey, you're welcome, mate. You're welcome. Do you have any other suggestions? Any um, other thing you want to talk about in a sort of suggestion-style segment called Get Amongst It? Ooh. Yeah, I think so. I think... I think, despite who narrates it and who directs it, I think that Superman doco is pretty good. It's pretty extensive. Mm. I think it came. It was made before Superman Returns came out. That's why who's involved is involved in it. It's fairly extensive. It goes into like the whole George Reeves mm. saga. That goes for like like forty minutes, talking about George Reeves and his struggles and right. sadly how he ultimately killed himself character it goes for like two hours it's good doco yeah we'll, we'll put a link of that into our show notes get amongst it yeah it's called it's called look up in the sky the amazing story of superman it's on dc's youtube channel for free mm. give it a watch the only thing that pissed me off about it is i was like two lines to talk about superman the animated series and the justice league animated series mm. they don't care about cartoons <laughs> No, they don't. Oh, they talked about the Flash of cartoons for a bit. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, a bit rude. And they talked about Smallville for like fucking 30 minutes. Like, come on. It was big back then, wasn't it? It was. It, it, it was pretty big. It was pretty big. Um, But yeah, it talked pretty extensively about all the Christopher Reeves Superman movies and the mm. casting process there. And they had some like... um. Audition takes from other dudes who were going to be Superman and different Lois Lanes and that. It's pretty cool. That was pretty wild. From from what I've read, they were had no idea who to get. Well, they they threw every name out like Clint Eastwood, Muhammad Ali. <laughs> that, I, I don't know how serious that was. But then Richard Donner, Richard Donner was like, "No, nah, I need an unknown because yeah. I don't want him to fly on screen." And everyone's like, "Oh, there's bloody Robert Redford. <laughs> I want him to say, oh, there's Superman.'" Exactly. That's why you wanted an unknown. Iconic. Just smart. He was pretty good, pretty um, clever guy, hey? Donna? Richard Donna? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. He was pretty good. So yeah, get amongst that, I reckon. Get amongst Superman in general. In general, obviously. He's great. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much, everybody, for being here. Um, and thank you, Dylan, for again. One of your best episodes. I'm going to say ever. Not just today, Ooh. ever. Ooh. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. If, and you contributed. Well, you know, well, I, I, I butter bit part over here, Dylan. Um, <laughs> are we on the socials at all? I think so, yeah. Uh, Instagram, right? Just Instagram, I think, at this point. Insty Feisty. <laughs> OXD. Insty Feisty. We're sucking the zuck every day, every week. That's us. Um, got our own website. Absolutely, we do. On every podcast app you can imagine, that's the important part. Mm -hmm. You can actually listen to us, and you can't. 
everywhere you go, we're there. Yep, you can you can rate us. You can um, look in our show notes. You can get a little rating um, thing. You can also subscribe on these various podcast apps so you never, never miss an episode. Why would you want to? Never. You'll never miss one. And if you do, it's still in your feed. There. It's there forever. Like, if you're too busy, the day it comes, hey, you got something going on, you're going to a dinner or something, come back Friday morning. It'll be waiting for you. And also, you can dip in and out as you need. If you don't like Batman, but you like Superman, that's what you can do. Listen to Superman episodes. What's wrong with you? Well, obviously. But yeah. No, I like them both. Excuse you. <laughs> I'll just say this as an example, okay? Anyway, thank you for listening. Thanks for being here, Dylan. I'm going to say something to you, but you might want to say it first. Mm-hmm. What would you say to me? Yeah. Well, I want to say thank you, Mark the Man, for the theme song. That's what I want to say. Okay. Obviously. Okay. Anything else? But I also want to say, mm-hmm. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. Do I miss you, man? I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, man? 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 Do I miss you, man?